You are listening to Cap Builder Talk with your host, Mark E. Parham. Real talk with real people, talking about real issues facing small business today. To be a guest or for more information, go to capbuildertalk.com. Post comments on facebook.com forward slash capbuildernetwork. Enjoy the show. When it comes to saving money, don't act like a baby. Goo goo gaga. Be the boss and make a budget. I'm the boss, baby. You're the boss of me. I am the boss of you. I'm not. M2. I'm not. M2. Need a little help? Aren't you going to do any work? I'm very busy delegating. Create a personalized savings plan. We can share. You obviously didn't go to business school. And get other tools and tips at feedthepig.org. Brought to you by the American Institute of CPAs and the Ad Council. Hey, this is Mark Parham, and I'm back. I'm just going to spend a few minutes. A lot of people are coming to me. Hey, I want to change my life. I want to start a business. You know, you hear this term called side hustle. I found a great article today written by Susie Moore. The only three ingredients you need to start a side hustle. If you're thinking about it, you need to start with an idea. Okay? That helps. You know, you have to be doing something that you really enjoy doing. You know, the, the ultimate passion project is lies within the convergence of three simple things. First thing, you love the work that you're doing. Loving your side hustle is critical because running a business is always challenging. Some days are good, some days are not so good. But you want to launch something that you like. You know, and hopefully it'll be a great money maker for you. Because when it gets tough... Sometimes people walk away if it's not something they really care for. They're just doing it for the money and they walk away from it. But I want you to pick something you really love what you're doing. Not only I want you to love it, the number two thing is I want you to be very good at it. Not just good at it, very good at it. It may be something you're naturally good at. Sometimes we have hidden talents and things we take for granted that other people go, how do you know how to do that? We just know. know. What do people come to you for? Do they come to you when they're trying to plan an event, maybe? Do they come to you when they need something cooked? When they come to you, what do people just naturally come to you for? What comes easier for you? And the last thing, what will people pay for it? Okay? It doesn't make any sense to get out there and start a business and do it if you can't get people to pay you. So hopefully it's something that you love doing, you're very good at it, and people will pay you for it. This is where people get stuck sometimes. You know, they think, man, I don't know if I'm going to get people to pay me for it. But you won't know until you get out there and do it. So those are my three tips for the night. I hope you enjoy the show. Ms. Brown came on and talked about how the first time home buyer event, the Urban League. We've got a lot of stuff going on. But what's important is that people are out here to help you change your life. Okay. Last week's show was about nonprofit agencies. But people are there. But you know what you got to do? You got to step out. You got to put yourself out there and let them know that you need help. So don't be scared, as they say, but you got to get out there and let people raise your hand, step up and say, I need a little assistance. Or not only I need a little, I need a lot of assistance. But people can't help you unless they know you're there. So you're listening to Mark Parham, Cat Builder Talk. I hope you enjoy the show. And I look forward to our next encounter.
It only takes a minute to find out if you may have prediabetes. And you can do it at doihaveprediabetes.org. But you're probably not going to, are you? Kids, work, listening to the radio. You're busy, which is great because busy people can't get prediabetes. Oh my, I read that wrong. <laughs> they can. Should have worn my glasses. So visit doihaveprediabetes.org and take a short test because prediabetes can be reversed. Brought to you by the Ad Council and its prediabetes awareness partners. This is Mark Parham, host of the Cat Builder Talk radio show, coming to you with Cat Builder interviews from the Cat Builder Network. Tonight, my guest is Chris Evans, owner of Optimum Fitness. Chris is a trainer, and we talked to him during this episode about how health and exercise can help you in your business. So stay tuned. Listen to Mark Parham from the Cat Builder Talk radio show. We'll be back in a moment. You are listening to Cap Builder Talk with your host, Mark E. Parham. Real talk with real people. Talking about real issues facing small business today. To be a guest or for more information, go to capbuildertalk.com. Post comments on facebook.com forward slash capbuildernetwork. Enjoy the show. I'm going to bring in now a young man's name is Chris Evans. He is not only a personal trainer, but he's also a business owner. So we're going to talk about what he does as a business. But one thing I really like about Chris is that he really he also works in the community. He has a sincere interest to change the lives of not only people, he's coaching but youth. And so, Chris, I want to welcome you to the show. Hello, Mark. How you doing this evening, man? Well, I'm doing very good. Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you well. I oh, can hear you well. Oh. All right. So i tell you what, Chris, at the beginning when I introduce people on the show, I want them to do their 15, 30-second elevator pitch about describing what you do, your business, you know, optimal health fitness, and talk about your business. So we can talk about that, and then we'll get into the stuff about health and exercise. So you have okay. the floor. Okay. So what I do is I, I am a personal trainer. I also am a gym manager, and I own a day spa. And what I do as far as, like, personal training is I train my clients um, – <clears throat> train my clients and I make sure they we take measurements and so that they can have guidelines to go by and, and know exactly where they're where they're um where they're let me get that word out. Where their where their um <clears throat> results are actually coming from because you never want to step on the scale and see exactly where your results are from the scale. You want to actually check your body fat and and then then so we, we work out and we do all type of crazy workouts as you know Mark because you work out with me a lot. And the, the workouts are never the same, and it's constantly changing because the body constantly changes. And in order to keep the body confused, we have to constantly work out and use different different types of exercises. What I do in the gym is I manage the gym. I teach sales to my employees, and we do sales training as far as, like, the tour, running the front desk, um, meeting people when they come into the gym, um, making sure that they're comfortable, giving um, follow-up calls, outside advertising, and and uh, making sure and you know making sure the class schedule is is put on on um, put on right 
and, and in child care and making sure that the, the facility is clean. And, and so in that, in, that, in that aspect, and making sure, mainly making sure that we hit the numbers every month that we're supposed to because we have goals as far as like the owner who owns the gym. He has goals that he has as the, uh, me and my staff that we have to actually achieve in order to, in order to stay, you know, continue working at the gym. And then finally I have a, um, a day spa, which is next door to the gym. And in the day spa, we do massages, facials, and, the, and, the, um, <clears throat> and uh, body waxes. But in that business, it's, um, it's mainly going out and making sure that we're doing the advertising, making sure that the people know that we're actually there and, making, and, and you know, going, going out and giving, like, uh, free massages, going out into the community and, and <clears throat> doing, like, festivals and things like that so that everyone knows that we're there. I, um, I've been in, in uh, personal training. That's, the, that's my first love. I've been in personal training for 12 years and ever since I got out of college. And I've been doing it, you know, I've been in every gym that you can think of in Atlanta. I've been in uh, at First American Sports Plex and Gold's Gym for about four years. I went to the Gold's Gym in Wilburn, the one in downtown Hard Rock, the one in um, Sandy Springs. Then I moved to the one over in Buford and then up to Fitness Zone. And I've been at the one I'm at now, Falcon Fitness in Flowery Branch, for the past seven and a half years. And that's where I moved to. And so things are going great. And you're my business coach, and you're great. So. Let me tell you this. That's what I got. Now <laughs> I have you live where this is recorded, I need to know, is there a method to your madness? Because you know, when I walk in the gym, I don't know what's getting ready to go on. And sometimes when I leave, I don't like you very much. Okay? <laughs> you know? <laughs> All right? You know? So, I don't know if you're just like, go do this, go do that, go do this. But what are you, yeah. I mean, your style of of training is different. You know, I've had other trainers. But what is what is unique? What is unique about what you're doing with people? Because I see you're working with young people and old people. I'm talking about you know uh, very old right. people. So what yeah. is your? How do you approach this? You know, I mean, are you do you find out about their lives? I mean, how do you determine a, a exercise regime for them? Well, first first of all, when, when a client comes in, we do a health history and we find out what the client is capable of doing, and we find out whether they've been to the doctor what symptoms they have, they have any broken bones, they have any bad joints, anything like that, anything that, that's wrong with them, we want to know so that we can either avoid it or help rehabilitate it. Because we do a lot of post-rehab, we want to make sure that that muscle is, is strong enough to handle the workload that we have for it. Like with you, Mark, I pretty much whenever you came into the gym, I'd look at you and I'd decide what exactly I wanted to do, what was lacking, and, and we'd just go at it. And so it was just always fun working with you because, like, you, you're becoming, like, one of the strongest clients I got. But, like, as far as everybody else, you have a lot of trainers that they have only one style of training. But the key to being a great trainer is to have many styles. And the same thing is true when you're in business. You have to have many styles. You have to be able to flow like water and not just, you know, confine yourself to one one belief because times are constantly changing different ideas are constantly coming up. So you have to be able to, to, to change the way you're thinking while you're, while you're doing your business or your training or anything else that you're doing in life because you have to make everything fit into your world and use, the, use your re- resources the best you can. And, and I've watched you do that through your businesses. You've been looking at, you know, uh, doing other things. And, you know, it's been, it's been great watching you, you know, modify yourself as the industry modifies itself. 
But let's talk about this. A lot of people right now are dealing with a lot of stress, and uh, they come into the gym, and you approach them about a you know a consultation or whatever. Um, does just the workout alone, is the type of workout you're doing help them? You know, does it relieve their stress? You know, um, what what's your attitude about exercise? Uh, well, I, I know it's a great thing, but um, how do you – help them change their lives by learning how to do exercise properly? Well, doing exercise properly, you ask like four questions in one. Yeah, <laughs> doing exercise properly <laughs> is is key because a lot of people think, okay, I'm going to come here, I'm going to lift the weights, and this is going to be it. Uh, the, the, the truth of the matter is, is that your body, when you're working out, if you hold your body, I call it the Superman pose, where your chest up, your shoulders is back, and you lift weights, whether you're doing a pulling or a pushing motion, your muscles wrap around your skeletal and hold that form. And so that's going to make sure that your body is erect and you have less less joint problems, you have less problems as far as, like, how your muscle is going to form and you look better. And then you, you I mean, it's, it's, it's more beneficial for your body. That's why you look at bodybuilders and you see them walking around with their chest up all the time. They mm-hmm. lift like that. And then you have some people that come into the gym, they're humped over, and they, they run. No one ever taught them that you need to you need to keep your body formed exactly right when you're working out because your muscles are actually going to wrap around the skeleton and hold that form. And thank God for my Coker College education because that's where I learned most of it at. And, and, it, and it came into play later when I started um, training, and, it, and everything that I learned in school actually was being applied to my training method. Now, as far as, like, people coming into the gym and them wanting to change their life and their attitude and everything, usually they come in and you have to attack them right away. You want to find out exactly why they came in the gym because most people, they come in the gym, they've been thinking about it for a long time. They're ready to go ahead and get going. What it takes is for someone to actually open their ears and listen to the person and give the person exactly what they want because for every person they walk into the gym, they want a different thing. So if you ask key questions, and this is more sales, than anything else, if you ask key questions, you can sit there and you can determine exactly how to close this person or how to help this person. And in my business, you know, you know, I'm in sales ultimately, but in my business, I sell the best thing going. I sell, I think, I, I like to call it life because when you come in and you work out in the gym, I feel like, you know, and this is my personal opinion. This is nothing documented, but my personal opinion is that you have a certain amount of, um, you have a certain lifespan in your body. When you go and work out, the more you work out, the more your heart your your heart rate is actually slowed down. So your body is actually, you know, aging slower. And when your body ages slower, it's able to last longer. And that's all it is. I mean, working out is gonna is is actually gonna help you live a longer, healthier life. Now, if you happen to go get hit, hit by a bus or something like that, oh well, I'm sorry, but of course, you did you did you know that was a, that was an accident, but. While you're here, you need to make sure that you're taking care of your body because this is your most precious asset, and it's the most precious asset you have. And I know that's why I don't understand why more Americans won't look at it and say, let's go and take care of our bodies. Everyone wants to look at it and, and, and go with the fried foods and go with the – because it tastes good, but it's not good for you. And it's good to have those things in moderation, but it's always just moderation. You never want to go and go to the excess with any of those things. You want to be as healthy as you possibly can. That is, if you want to have a long and healthy life and a fruitful life, 
and you know that's that's like basically it. So everyone is a different case. So everyone that comes in, I make sure I listen to them, find out exactly what they want, and then I try my best to give it to them. And if I can't, then I will turn you somewhere else where someone else can give it to you. Yeah, and that's what I really like about you. I remember coming in and meeting with you when I first came there, probably a little more than a year ago, more than a year ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was feeling, you know, my energy level and things like that. Now I feel stronger than I ever been in my entire life. (laughs) But it's just the most amazing thing because there's sometimes we don't even lift weights. That's what threw me too. You know, I come in, I'm ready to pump iron, and you got me sliding across the floor or sliders, you know. And uh, man, I tell you, sometimes when I'm walking around the gym, people come up to me and tell me they feel sorry for me. Okay, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, but uh, it has done so much for me. Now, right. So, your your advice to someone that hasn't really been working out, uh, they want to start working out, they want to take on some new changes in their life. A lot of times, people they make that New Year's commitment, they jump and they try to go to a gym every day, and they burn themselves right. out really quickly. What kind of advice do you have for somebody that's considering changing their lives by working out? Uh, you know, how do you get started? Well, you can't change any type of um, programmed uh, habit immediately. You have to change it over time. And so I, what I would say is start small. You start with by just walking. You start and then you move forward from there. You start with your diet. You start with, with um, your, your cardio, your, your diet, and, and then finally you get into exercise. But it all depends on the person and what they're capable of because the person might be three, 400 pounds and really can't do anything. I would say go get in the pool and start working out in the pool because okay. the pool actually lift, you know, keep you elevated and you can do exercises inside the pool that will help your joints and that won't actually kill you while you're trying to, trying to lose weight. But the most important thing is not how much you do when you go to the um, gym, but consistency. If you're not consistent, it's not going to work. Just like you, you have to treat exercises as, as, as living and breathing. I look at exercise in a totally different way, and I, you know, I might be, you know, <laughs> might be a bit different, but I look at it as a, pretty much with a fight with death because every time I go and work out, I know that I'm helping my body out. I'm making my body stronger so that, they, so that when, you know, when the, the later ages come, when I get older or whether I, you know, get into an accident or something like that, if your body is strong is and if you help strengthen your body, it's going to more likely try to survive any type of anything that, that, that life throws at it. And we all must die eventually, but right now you're trying to you're trying to trying to make sure that you're having a you're having a healthy body, you're living healthy, and you're you're being healthy. So it's it's more more or less just just being being um, active and taking like baby steps in order to get to the to the to the goal that you actually want to get to, which is ultimately just being healthy. And just by walking and and um and getting on the treadmill or changing your diet, those are the, the two biggest keys. Getting active, even if it's not even walking. I mean, just getting active, just doing something. You can go out and play kickball. You can start playing softball or anything like that. Anything small, anything that's going to get you off the couch, out out of the house, and doing a bit more is going to be healthier for you. We go out and and do like um and walk around and, and and you know like if you go to the to the mall and walk around you're gonna you actually went and walked around and now they have these apps on the phone where you can like uh, monitor your steps. I mean you go to a fairground, right. you go to Six Flags, you go to something like that. 
you're gonna feel the you're gonna feel fatigued when you get finished with those events. But just getting out, getting getting um active is like huge. And and actually the you know the the biggest thing of all is making sure that before you start exercising, go and see your doctor and make sure you're healthy enough to exercise and to start doing things you know in, in the small amounts because. Because you never know. You could and go and get in those that, that yearly checkup once you get past forty because you never know what could be going on inside of your body. I don't know, most people are reluctant to yeah. want to go to the hospital. Yeah, sometimes, so, we, don't, sometimes <laughs> we don't want to know. <laughs> sometimes we don't want to know. Tell me this. Exactly. What can you suggest what can you suggest to boost your metabolism when you're over forty trying to lose weight? I did cardio twice a day. I'm over 40, so I um, started doing cardio in the morning. You're over 40? Yes, I'm 43. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Well, it's working. Whatever you do, it's working. I did not know that. So you said cardio. Yeah, my birthday was just last, last, the other day, September the 10th, and I turned 43. Wow. So, um. So what are you suggesting? To boost your metabolism, you're saying do some cardio on a regular basis? Right. Uh, you do you do cardio in the morning and the afternoon. Cardio only burns calories um, 36 hours after you get off of the machine. It burns it during the machine, while you're on the machine, whether you're doing um, the treadmill, the elliptical, the bike, the um, whatever machine, your rowing machine, whatever machine you might have to, you know, to get your heart, heart rate elevated. And any, anything you want to call cardio, cardio is actually getting your heart rate elevated. You can be have boxing gloves on and hitting the bag. That's considered cardio. So anything that's going to get your heart rate elevated. And then you, you want to make sure you're using the formula to find out what your heart rate should be. And what you do is you take 220, you subtract it by your age, and then you multiply that by 80%. It'll give you what your heart rate should be while you're doing cardio at 80%, depending on your age. And some people are, you know, they're they're 43 years old, but like me, but I have like more like a 33-year-old body because my body, I you know, I keep my body in very good shape. So you want to make sure your so you heart said, rate is give, right give, while you do give, give us that formula one more time. You said what uh, now? Two, you take 220 and you subtract it mm-hmm. by your age, and then you multiply it by 0.8 or 80%. And that will give you what your heart rate should be while you're doing cardio. And I like to take the, like if your heart rate is supposed to be wow. 130, you want to keep your heart rate within the range of 120 to 140 beats per minute. And you want so to do cardio. So mine came back at 33, 133.6. There, so. there you go. There you go. But you're in a younger wow. body, so we're we going to push it. We ain't going to look at that for you. <laughs> I'm in a younger body? <laughs> yes, you are. It is, yes, you I are. feel younger. It's not, it's not by years younger, but it does feel younger. Okay. You know, so it's all right. Well, Chris, man, hey, um, you know what? I, wanna... hey, I, I noticed that your stomach is getting real flat now, too, so that's a plus. Yeah, it is. What I wasn't like Fred Flintstone when I came in there now, though, so I'm making it all crazy and stuff. But uh, <laughs> but I feel good. I, I I feel good, man. So here's what I want. We have a few more minutes left in your session here, your segment. What advice, uh, if you had advice, you want to give to uh, even two two levels, somebody that wants to get into the health business or the health maintenance business some advice for that, and also somebody that's trying to change your life with exercise. So I want you to give two pieces of advice here on this level. Okay. So if you want to get into the health business, there's many ways that you can go about doing it. Um, First, you can go out and you can 
you can um, actually take a like if you want to be a personal trainer, you can go and take one of the ACE like the ACE uh, test or one of the uh, NSSA test to be a personal trainer, or you can go and take a group fitness class. Um, a group fitness instructor become a group fitness instructor. Um, you know the 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 more productive and um, that's the fast track way. The more productive and and the, and the longer road, which it will give you much you know higher higher level of knowledge, would be going to college and to having um, physical education. Um, uh, what's the other one? Um, exercise science. Have a have a degree in, in in something like that, and actually being a physical therapist or or something. You know something in that field, but there's so many things that you can do. Nutritionist as well, and I think the key to actually being in the health business is knowing how to do multiple things. Because I could do almost every job in the gym. I can teach a class. I can do personal training. I can, um, you know, I, I can I can sit up in the front and sell memberships. I, I teach I teach my people how to sell memberships, and so I can do multiple things, and that's that's a good way in order to make you know make enough income so that you can support your family if you have a family once you once you get a family, or if you don't if you don't have a family you want to <laughs> you always want to make as much money as you possibly can anyway because we need to pay so so says Mark, and and um <laughs> and the other thing is like changing changing life with fitness, man, I tell you what, when you're working out you don't really when you're working out, all you really want is for it to be over most of the time. Instead of instead of just sitting back, relaxing, <laughs> and enjoying enjoying the feeling that you get. You know right? <laughs> but when you get finished working out, you got a, this great euphoric feeling that uh, and sense of accomplishment. And you know, working out will change change your life. I mean, it will change your life drastically. Uh, usually, it would I would sleep and it would I would sleep for eight hours, nine hours a day. Now that I work out constantly, I I might sleep seven hours in a day, and I have more time to do business because my mind is always right. working. I'm all, and, then, and and not only working out your body, you want to work your mind as well. So don't stop reading, don't stop because you have to work your mind as well as your body. Don't be a um. Don't be a big jamoke. <laughs>
Thank you for joining us this evening on the Cap Builder Talk radio show with your host, Mark E. Parham. Real talk with real people talking about real issues facing small business today. To be a guest or for more information, go to capbuildertalk.com. Please post comments on facebook.com forward slash capbuildernetwork. We hope you enjoy the show. Thank you for joining us this evening on the Cap Builder Talk radio show with your host, Mark E. Parham. Real talk with real people talking about real issues facing small business today. To be a guest or for more information, go to capbuildertalk.com. Please post comments on facebook.com forward slash capbuildernetwork. We hope you enjoy the show. <laughs> 